Hi, I'm Craig. And I'm Linda. And this is the Indie Travel Podcast at IndieTravelPodcast.com. This week is episode 286. And in this week's show, we'll be talking about our time in Ireland and uh, the fact that we're in Croatia this week. In fact, we're recording this episode in a small hostel in Split. And it's very nice. But you'll find out about that later. We're also speaking with Jamie Isaac. He's the head instructor at Azulfit, the yoga retreat in Fuerteventura we were at earlier this year. Uh, he'll be talking about how his surfing holiday turned into a sustainable business that's changing people's lives. Now you might notice that the format for this show is a little bit different, perhaps a little bit more organized. And uh, yeah, we're trialing this. It's a bit new, a bit, I don't know. We're not sure about it. So let us know what you think because we'd like to make the podcast... I don't know, more accessible, nicer, better, and we obviously value your feedback. So let us know what you like about the podcast, what you'd like to change, and if you like this new format. Yeah, what we're going to try and do is do an introduction, of course, so you know what's coming up, and then share some sounds uh, that we've heard over the last week, talk about what we've been up to over the week, uh, share some more audio from out on the road around the world, and then run straight into our feature, which might be an interview or a topic or tips, uh, talking about a destination, something like that. And then we'll be finishing off with our indie travel tip of the week. Yeah, now this is perhaps a little bit cheesy, which isn't like us, but I realized that there's some things that I've discovered during the week or that someone's told us about that doesn't really fit into the rest of the podcast. And we'd like to kind of highlight it and talk about it just in a separate thing. The good thing about introducing this feature is that it's a chance for you to let us know what independent travel tips you've come across. So you can email us or you could even record yourselves talking and you could appear on the podcast, which would be really fun. So you could record it on your uh, like voice memo on your iPhone or other smartphone and then send it to us. And uh, you could be the person talking about the new travel tip of the week, which I think would be awesome. And we flew straight from there after a a morning of cleaning and an afternoon of transit. We arrived in Dublin where we couch surfed for a few days. Yeah, technically that was last week because it was Friday. And And it it feels like this week. It's all running into one. Do you know what? It feels like we've had four weekends in a row. (laughs) It's quite funny because, yeah, we on Friday we flew to to Dublin and we had a weekend, an actual weekend, Saturday, Sunday, with a wonderful um, couple of, well, they're they're not a couple, they're cousins, a couple of Estonians who live in Dublin and have very strong Irish accents. There was also an Irish guy there, the, the guy's uh, boyfriend, and he said that he doesn't think they have Irish accents. He can only hear the Estonian, but of course he's in the middle of Ireland, so he's not really hearing the Irish <laughs> To us, they sounded awesome. So then we, um, so we had, first of all, that weekend. Then we travelled down to Tipperary County, where we were attending Bloghouse, uh, which is run by Navigate Media Group. The basic idea is that it's a retreat for newbie bloggers or bloggers who want to take their travel blog to the next level. And there are five people on staff who um, run seminars and teach the bloggers how to how to improve their blogs. And Craig was there as the resident tech geek. Indeed I was. It was a really good group of people. It's kind of a, a one to two ratio on mm-hmm. staff to students. And so it's great to meet some of the staff for the first time, even though we've been 
emailing and being kind of virtual colleagues for four, five, six, seven years for yeah. some of them. And um, then, yeah, meet a whole bunch of new people that I'd never heard of and never met before. And yeah, it was great. I don't oh, know. We didn't know Beatrice. We didn't know one yeah. person uh, who was there previously. And, and we knew yeah. Michael Hudson, of course, who we'd oh, seen yeah. a lot of. And we'd met Stuff. Angelina, but we'd never met um, Pete and Daleen Heck, who were, well, they were kind of running the show. And we got on really well with them. It was hilarious because we found out that my personality and Pete's are really, really similar. And Craig's and Daylene's are really, really similar. So uh, we had a lot of jokes about that. Yeah, we kind of found our uh, Canadian doppelgangers. <laughs> <laughs> it was hilarious. Really fun. It was indeed. Um, so after we left there, we stayed in a place called Bancher Castle, oh, County Tipperary. It was great. They don't uh, rent it out for individuals, but they do for groups and things. So if you're looking for a place for a retreat or a, a party or, you know, birthday weekend away... It was so cool. They had a snooker table and a heated outdoor patio. I was working all the time. I didn't even think about it. Although, yes, we were. We were. Craig was working. I was pretending to work and <laughs> <laughs> hanging out with people. We had a spectacular bathroom, which the whole group kind of invaded at one point. That was quite funny. And uh, yeah, I think they have space for eighteen people, around nine or ten bedrooms. Uh, some of them are equipped with two or three beds, so. Yeah, it's a great idea if you're you're wanting to have a nice retreat. And then we're back on the train and back up to Dublin for TBEX, the Travel Bloggers Exchange Convention. Uh, it's one of the biggest kind of blogger-centric um, things that happen in the world. Uh, about 600 travel bloggers there, and uh, in addition to sponsors and industry people and stuff like that. So that was intense you know sessions from 8 8 30 in the morning and then drinking until 8 8 30 in the morning <laughs> we didn't do that <laughs> actually for us we've only been to one tvx before and that was in new york what was that like four years ago three 20, and a half years ago yeah 2010 and that was when we first met a lot of our kind of travel blogger colleagues if you will and this time i don't know it was it was wonderful to see people again people we only see once or twice a year or less than that um, people like Corey Tarantula from Irish Fireside and Chris Christensen from The Amateur Traveller, both very good podcasts. If you, well, you obviously like podcasts because you're listening to this. If you're looking for other travel podcasts, those are good ones. And we had a little group. We, we spent about four hours with those guys just chatting about stuff and they're kind of our, our closest yeah, blogger friends. Yeah, it was quite <laughs> neat. Um, Expedia hosted a party on one night and we showed up to the venue an hour early and managed to talk our way in and just sit quietly in a corner. <laughs> like all the podcasters together we really needed to get heather as well because she does a podcast and gary well we did we talked to we talked to all the podcasters on the scene i think <laughs> so i think that's partly why we've we've decided to revamp this a little bit because we're enthusiastic we've got some new ideas some new tips podcasts seem to be becoming cool again <laughs> well you know if it's up to me nothing ever gets organized and linda's finally decided she's gonna get to grips with the organization so um yeah it's I, I hope it's going to be good. Yeah, I think it should be good. So that was our third weekend. We had the weekend in Dublin, then the weekend at Bancher, and then a weekend at TVX. And then after TVX, on Saturday, so actually the weekend again, we flew to Zadar in Croatia. And that's the beginning of our big Balkan trip. Now, this is not a very well-organized trip. Uh, we left everything to the last minute. 
Yeah, that, that, of... that comes back on me again. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I was supposed to organize it and I just left everything to the last minute because I was in Austria for the week before our last week in Berlin. And then the last week was obviously just frantic packing up and trying to organize like life. So this trip, it's going to be back to the old indie styles. <laughs> in other words, uh, slightly disorganized, slightly crazy. Let's just see how it goes. Yeah, it's been quite neat because we've uh, the next month we've got, we're hanging out all around the Balkans. We're trying to go to a whole lot of countries we've never been to before and uh, just do a bit of a bit of a recce, see what we like and what we don't like and where we want to come back to and not go back to. So we're going at a frantic pace, um, two to three nights in each place, something like, I think we're doing 10 cities in 28 days or something like that. It was that. going to be 10 cities in 28 days. Oh, we added more, didn't we? But then what happened was at TVX, I was talking to some people and they said, what, you've planned four days in whatever city? And we were like, yeah. And they said, no, no, you should do this. And yeah, yeah. Layla especially, Layla uh, was... who wrote Woman on the Road, uh, which you can pick up from guides.indietravelpodcast.com. She's like, you're going to Albania? That's my country. That's that's what I love. Where are you going? And as we told her, her jaw just dropped. She went, you're not going there. Let me tell you where you're going. <laughs> so we've changed our plans, Leila. You'll be pleased to know. <laughs> oh, we'll just see how it goes. I mean, it means that instead of having three to four days in each place, it's really two, 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 two. Oh, we've got three days. Two, 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 two. <laughs> and uh, we end up in Thessaloniki in Greece. And from there, we have a flight to Rome where we have just three nights. From there, we're flying to Kuala Lumpur. We have three nights. Then we're going to Melbourne, which is kind of the end point uh, in that I'll be at my sister's house and I get to meet the new baby. Very exciting. And uh, we have a week there and then it's back to New Zealand. But we don't even get to stop there because Craig's parents have rented a holiday home in South Island. So we've got to go on holiday or else. It's a hard life. (laughs) That'll be good. That'll be good. Well, um, next week we'll tell you all about uh, Croatia, Croatia. I can't remember the name of the place, Zadar, Zadar. <laughs> Split, and then... Dubrovnik. Dubrovnik. Wow. I keep getting them mucked up. Uh, but we'll he talk- asked today, we were at the, at the uh, bus station, and we went up to the ticket office. No, no, that's right, I bought the tickets, oh, so that was fine. On the bus. We went to get on the bus, and Craig's like, is this bus for Dubrovnik? It was for Dubrovnik, but that's not the point. We weren't going there. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll tell you about that all next week, but for now we'll leave you again with some of the music from Temple Bar out on the streets, um, busking in Dublin Island. I'm speaking with Jamie Isaac, who's one of the uh, co-founders and head trainer at Azulfit. Jamie, welcome onto the show. Thank you. First of all, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, um, your your fitness background, and how you came to start up Azulfit? It starts for, for me. My actual background was was in uh, physical education and sports sciences, and um, I was a trampolinist as my actual sport. And it was through that that we did a lot of. Uh, a core conditioning work and gymnastics to, to add to our, our trampolining, a, a sort of bit of cross-training, so to speak. Um, and through that, then sort of fell into the world of Pilates, because it was a, which kind of ties in really nicely with the core stability. Uh, and uh, we were over here, my wife Carissa and I, and we were running a, a surf lodge, and I was teaching 
Pilates classes around around town, and um, we just thought, you know, this would be a great thing to just. And we'd have guests that would come out and they would want a little more than just going surfing and they'd, they'd want to join my classes or they'd want to go and see the beach and watch the sun come up and down. And, and we said, you know what, you know, why don't we start incorporating this into what we do and getting people to come and, and join us and, and enjoy the kind of lifestyle that we had here. And, uh, and it just sort of snowballed from there and started to grow really organically. And we moved out of the small surf lodge that we had and moved into a bigger complex and then it got more popular and, and to the point where we're where we are, which is having um, the villa that we work from and the lodge that we work from and uh, all the people that we've done classes with, you know, our, our yoga instructors and Pilates instructors, all these people that we've got to know over the years on the island and bringing them in to work with us. And so it's a nice, a really nice family uh, of of workers, you know, the Azul team, and people can come in and hopefully experience a little bit of, of the lifestyle that we have experienced. It seems to me a little <clears throat> bit of a strange progression to go from surfing to surfing in Pilates to surfing in Pilates and yoga to surfing in Pilates and yoga and nutrition and yeah, this yeah. whole holistic <laughs> thing. How, how did things kind of grow and evolve? Was it planned or did it just happen it, as it, people came into the team? The planning, no, there, there wasn't so much <laughs> planning. <laughs> and of course, it's a really, really beautifully planned. No, um... We like like I say it was it was a it was a surf lodge. We just wanted to be on the island and uh, enjoy what the island has, which is this amazing scenery and amazing energy. You know this relaxed life, but at the same time, you know we we were going to regularly to like some yoga classes. I was doing my Pilates, and surfing is my real passion as well. So we were doing this, and it was all mixed. And we just wanted to have a business that just sustained that, which the surf lodge was. But it's that you start to see that there's so many other people out there that are actually searching for that same thing as well. You know, they're, they're looking for a little more than just a normal holiday, more than just like going and sunning on a beach. They want some activity. So, yeah, I mean, you start to realize that there's a lot of people out there that are discovering that there's, that there's more to life than just going to work and living for the weekends. And they're looking for that little another dimension to their lives you know they're searching for a bit of yoga or they're, or they're feeling that their body needs um not work as such but their body needs something to to keep it to keep it thriving to keep the energy and uh, and so they're looking at sports and not just your standard go to the gym and bang 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 you know they, they want to learn about how to eat eat to create energy eat to be positive how to think positively how to move positively um and so they're looking for for places like, like ours where they can come and do that and do that in a beautiful, sunny, warm environment, which just really sets them up. And hopefully they come here and learn a little bit about about all these aspects, enough to take home at least and, and start a regime of their own of or put changes into place for when they go home. Yeah, very nice. So what would you say is the, you know, like who should come here and, and what should they be looking for? Everybody should come here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, everybody should. Because as much as some people aren't necessarily aware, I mean, we for an example of that is that the people will come and you'll get maybe maybe a couple comes out and uh, it's generally the the female or the couple that's looking for the yoga, looking for the, the lifestyle. 
or it's something that they do at home and they bring their husband with them who comes to surf or he comes to cycle because there's some fantastic bike riding now as well or hike or hit the beaches and then he drops into a couple of the classes and then he starts to say oh do you know what why didn't I ever think of this you know why have I been you know thinking that it wasn't for me because because there is opportunity we, we can from the absolute beginner to the more advanced practitioner of Pilates or yoga meditation there is something for them here you know um, so everybody should come and why because because it's more important now than ever with with the way that society is and the way that life is modern life is actually really detrimental to to our health and our well-being um, modern life pushes us into um, a state of of continual stress and um, we even sit in positions that exasperate that or, or make that even more intense and and people tend to look for the break from that rather than actually saying that they can implement things in you know they looked in the future for that break I can escape that in maybe three months time when my deadline finishes I'll get a holiday when actually what you can do is, is put small but very significant changes into your lifestyle that can change and, and reduce the stress and make you feel more positively breathe better move better feel better and in so doing you, you sleep better life becomes more efficient more more fun you know and it, and it brings that kind of balance to to this modern marathon that we kind of are all on mm. yeah there's definitely something to be said for kind of slowing down and and kind of shutting the rest of the world out for a week. Mm, yeah, yeah. Um, tell me a little bit about how, um, I guess, about how things operate in terms of the balance between fitness and health and nutrition. Um, people that are listening maybe are going, well, I like the sound of the Pilates thing, but the yoga and the food's a bit, oh, I don't know about that. How, how does everything kind of balance and, and come together? Um, so in terms of the food, it's it's kind of a a, a, a miscomprehension that, that vegetarian, uh, organic food, healthy food can't taste good. You know, it can taste great. It's fantastic, and and we have our, our kitchen Joe who heads our kitchen. You know, she uh, she puts together some incredible menus, and I've not had anybody ever saying that they've not wanted to re you know, she has a cookbook and people every week will buy this because they just want to do it at home it's simple and it's super effective so so firstly good food healthy food can taste great so people and it's simple to do so people can bring that into their lives um with regards to the the health and fitness side of it um it all just ties in really nicely because it you know healthy body healthy mind and healthy mind helps a healthy body so it's like this whole holistic approach to the body so we take some time out to think correctly think positively um, make positive choices it doesn't mean going like super strict regime and not allowing yourself to do this or to do that it allows you to bring balance to your life and I think that's what we offer here and it's not just for people that come out and they have one week and they go wow that's amazing I have to move to India or anything you know they they come out and they experience it and they realize the the you know things like Pilates and yoga meditation and and healthy eating can all be incorporated in your day to day. It's just it's just looking for the the small changes that you can make to facilitate. 
Uh, is there anything that you'd like to touch on or, or speak about that you think people should know about this place or about what you guys are doing? Um, I guess we could... One thing that sometimes people don't realise is that the Canary Islands are actually beautiful. Uh, there's a big, um, a big sort of... Yeah, the, the, the UK, for example, the, the general concept of the Canary Islands is this, you know, Brits, uh, fish and chips kind of bars and, you know, mm. there is that in some of the Canary Islands. But what we have here is a very, very tranquil, beautiful space. Uh, and it's a very, very mellow island. There's not a lot of that going on. Um, and um, the the weather's great year-round and it's just a beautiful place to be. Uh, and also the beaches. A lot of people don't realise that you don't have to go to the Caribbean to get these amazing white sand beaches. Mm. It, it's all here. And um, just four hours flight, you know, from, from anywhere in Northern Europe. So it's a, a great escape, especially in the winter. Thanks again to Jamie for coming on the show and the whole team at Uzzlefit for making us feel so welcome when we were there at the oh, beginning of the year. It was so brilliant. It was our first holiday in ages and we really needed to relax. So it was absolutely what we needed. I'm still talking about it. It was what, six, seven months ago? Yeah, we went there on just like screens off, forget all that and I will try and do yoga. And <laughs> that was that was hilarious. You did and quite well itself. though. But it was, uh, yeah, taekwondo and yoga, worlds apart. We did do a little bit of Tai Chi, that will too. That, yeah, that, that was more, more my kind of thing. Mm-hmm, that was really fun. Well, let's go on to the Indie Travel Tip of the Week. So the Indie Travel Tip of the Week is toandfromtheairport.com. You might have heard about this website. I discovered it, oh, I don't know, five or six years ago. It's not the prettiest of websites. In fact, it's, it's rather ugly, but it's so functional. Whenever I'm going to or from an airport, surprise, I, uh, I look at it and I find out how to get there. Uh, for example, we were flying from Dublin to Zadar, and we'd organised a a coach like a a transfer from our hostel to the airport in Dublin because, well, it was six thirty in the morning and someone told us about it, so we did that. So I didn't have to look it up for that, but uh, I wanted to know how to get to Zadar city from the airport. It wasn't too far away, and uh, to and from the airport dot com laid it out, said you can catch this bus, it's this number, and it cost this much. So that meant we were prepared with the right amount of money when we actually arrived at the airport. We um, actually changed some money in Dublin. And uh, yeah, it was 25 kuna, hopped on the bus. Yeah, and literally, and because we had the information, we walked through customs, we looked up at the clock, and went, the bus leaves in three minutes. Yeah. Headed straight for the door and jumped on the bus. It was, yeah. it was perfect. It was so great. So I think we made certainly the right decision in changing money in Dublin, although the exchange rate wasn't that great. I mean, I think we paid... An extra, I think we paid 10% extra, but the two euros or whatever it was, was definitely worth being able to walk out of the airport and hop right on the bus. And it was all thanks to to and from the airport.com. So I highly recommend it. That was the Indie Travel Tip of the Week. In the future, we'll have a way for you to upload your own tips so we can play them on the show. Um, but for now, we're just, just getting this thing kicked off. Yeah. Well, I think that's pretty much us for this week. So until next week, travel well.